new on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. New on CuriosityStream. How do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series, Connections, returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever and wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I'm your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy, and joining me for the next hour to talk about how amazing the Canadian women's gold medal game was last night. Our single entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing today, buddy? Oh, what was her? I, I always butcher her last name, but she was plus 250 to score a goal last night. Um, I don't know about the road. Game. Philippe, Maddie, Philippe Poulin, and Natalie Spoon yeah. scored for the Canadians. That's it, yeah. I, so, I can't play. You, you bet on Maddie, Philippe Poulin to score last night? Bored. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I, I, you know, she's one of the engines of the team, so plus 250. I, you yeah. got it like that. Shout out uh, to that Canadian women's hockey team uh, winning the gold medal. It was in the middle of the night for me. If you're on the West Coast, you might have actually gotten to bed at a reasonable hour. Uh, Really good game, uh, you know, nail biter right down to the end. Uh, I, it's one of the best rivalries in hockey. I love watching those games, and it doesn't matter if it's, you know, uh, exhibition, if it's the Olympics. Whenever those two teams face off, it's appointment television. Yeah, I, not that I get annoyed, but they're like, oh, you know, you know, he'll, this person's brothers in the NHL. It's like maybe, like, you know, like, I don't know. Just it, it, yeah, I know it, it's it's frustrating sometimes um, the way um, that they're presented, but they're I I, I hope that they're making inroads. They should, like it's those games are just incredible to watch. So shout out to that Canadian women's team winning the gold medal last night. But we're here to talk about the NHL. Uh, just want to shout out Divine Mind sent me a DM uh, this morning. Took down the twelve dollars single entry last night. Calgary won. Winnipeg won. Uh, Winnipeg went absolutely bonkers last night. It was mostly Mark Shifley and Blake Wheeler. And then, of course, Paul Stasny got there uh, with an empty net goal towards the end. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Uh, sometimes an overleveraged line is overleveraged for a very good reason, right, Josh? I don't know if the reasons were good last night. <laughs> <laughs> the Jarks next line gave up their first goal at evens this year. Shifley and they weren't even really involved in that play so like I don't even know but like yeah you, you played that line because of the penalty or the power play and they only scored one power play goal like they got there you know they Shifley did it at even strength Stasny hit the empty neck goal you know it is what it is you know you play those lines in GPPs hoping they get there doesn't really matter how they get there I mean they got there not the way we expected them to, but they still did. So if you played them, congrats to you. I played Calgary one. They 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 picked me up and carried me across the finish line with their empty net goal, full line goal as well, to give everyone the three point bonus and shot bonuses. And, you know, Calgary won five and eight. Not Train keeps on steaming through the station. <laughs> yeah, not a problem whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I went Carolina power play stack last night. Um, that just nuked me. I wasn't aware that Carolina was going to go out and try to start a fight on every third shift last night. Uh, entertaining game to watch. Not really great for DFS. I didn't have a good night. Those things happen. Uh, congrats to Divine Mind. Congrats to anybody that did do a bit of winning last night. We are presented by Yahoo Fantasy. They have been our sponsor 
this entire season. And if you are a first time user, I know we might be getting some people over uh, from NBA uh, over the next week or so. If you're a first time user uh, over on Yahoo, you can get some free money out of them. So stick around for a little giveaway through Yahoo. And if you guys could, please throw us a thumbs up in the chat, click that like button really does help us out. Click the subscribe button. Those subscriptions are what grow this channel and keep these shows coming on a regular basis. So click that subscribe button if you haven't already. And of course, if you want to get notified, click the bell and get alerts whenever we do go live on the air. Uh, all right, Josh, we do have uh, a lot to talk about today. We have, um, I should mention, we do have uh, some free premium tools and data up on the site. Um, we do uh, almost every day. Uh, today for NHL, we have our NHL DFS projections. So uh, if you want to check out what we have to offer, uh, you know, we have DraftKings project projections, FanDuel, Yahoo, we project uh, goalie, and goalie, stat, goalie saves, skater minutes, all that stuff. So head on over to Osmo.com and check out the free projections that we have up on the site today. Uh, we also have our NBA ownership rankings. So uh, if you're playing, uh, I think it's the last night of NBA tonight. So if you're playing a little NBA, just to get it out of your system before the all-star break, NBA ownership rankings also up on Osmo.com. Uh, we have a podcast. Give, we have a giveaway through our podcast. Head on over to our Osmo podcast channel. Leave a five-star review with your Twitter handle or Osmo username, and you, you will be entered to win a free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. And finally, I, we have a new show here at Osmo. It is the NBA Prop Show. Uh, it'll come on live 30 minutes. Well, not live. It'll come on 30 minutes before the NBA Deeper Dive, uh, which comes up comes on later in the day. Uh, it is a 30-minute betting prop show. So uh, if you're in a legal state for betting or uh, just up here in Canada, uh, NBA Prop Show uh, for 30 minutes over on our Odd Shopper YouTube channel. So check us out. Uh, if you want to get some NBA props action. All right. We got a massive 10 game slate ahead of us, Josh. Uh, let's get right to these games. St. Louis 3.9 implied goal total. They're going into Montreal. The Habs have a 2.3 implied goal total. Obviously Tyler Toffoli is gone from Montreal. Josh Anderson appears to have replaced them on the top line. Uh, since Martin St. Louis took over as the coach, uh, Nick Suzuki has played 20 minutes in every game since uh, that's kind of appealing once you start playing that many minutes on the flip side for St. Louis, at least on DraftKings, they're all very reasonably priced. And this total is getting up near four. Uh, I know our top stacks doesn't have like super high ownership. I believe the second line around 10% top line around 5%. I think those are going to come up, uh, during the day, just because of how, like both these lines on DraftKings are under. Uh, I guess we might have a new St. Louis top line. I'll let you talk about that. But both these lines on DraftKings are under $15,000. So I imagine they're fairly popular. What do you make of this game, Josh? Yeah, the St. Louis second line, 14-9, coming off the game that they had coming in at 10%. Like, maybe they're there, but it is a 10-game slate, so it's possible. But I honestly think they're going to be 15% plus tonight. This is probably the best matchup they could have after coming off the second best matchup they probably could have. So, you know, stars are aligning. You know, the, you you really love this iteration of the line. It's probably the best iteration of the line they can put together with the players that they have. Um, you know, even Rob Thomas shooting the puck. That's a new thing. And it's good. He's scoring. So, you know, it doesn't really matter what the matchup's going to be on Montreal. Montreal is terrible. It is what it is. Like, they've had a bunch of bad injuries they left. They let uh, Phil Deneau go, which is a massive loss for them. You know, Shea Weber, probably career-ending injury. Other stuff, you know, they traded for Dvorak. He's played half a season. So it is what it is. Uh, St. Louis, too, is in a excellent spot. Um, I want to see another ownership run later on in the day. I feel like they're going to trend up for more ownership, and I think that's fine. There's plenty of ways to get different on this slate. There's nothing super expensive, so... I'm fine with playing St. Louis too tonight. I think, you know, it's arguably one of the best spots. It's a four, almost a four total on the road, which you almost never see. So St. Louis too, completely fine. Uh, Jordan Cairo left last game. He's a little bit hurt. He should play tonight, but he moved, got moved down to the third line. It looks like they're going to be running Saad O'Reilly Perron. And they're probably going to get a bunch of Suzuki. Now, 
realistically, I'm not super interested in that line. But if the other like lineup set of places don't really pick up on it, that trio is going to be pretty low owned, and it's a three point nine total. So you know, if you want to maybe get some lower ownership and a high total against in a very very good matchup, I you know, I keep an eye on out eye out for that. So. If it is O'Reilly, Perron, Saad, and the lineup sites don't really pick up on it, I think that trio could be interesting play. Not much on the Montreal side. Maybe some, you know, Montreal one and MME, but like there's not really like super expensive stacks that you really need to get cheap with to fit them in. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll one-off Cole Caulfield or one-off Nick Suzuki just because he's he's playing massive minutes. I'm kind of in the same boat with Montreal one. I don't know if I would three man stack them. What I did write down was like Josh Anderson, for example, has a very unique skill set. Um, he's a diet Tom Wilson, if you want to call it that uh, poor man's version of a Tom Wilson, which means like he can, he can just bull rush the net and create on his own. Like that's just kind of his skill set. So if you want to use him as a one-off or something like that, um, I think that's fine. Uh, like you said, Cole Caulfield, Caulfield's ice time jumped up. Like he'd only played 13, 14 minutes the first couple of games, jumped up a lot in their last game. I wonder, you know, now that he's with Suzuki, is he going to start playing 17, 18 minutes regularly? In that case, 3,100 for Caulfield is certainly just fine. It This is about St. Louis though. Um, it is the St. Louis top line that's drawing me the most. Uh, 61% shot share, 63% uh, scoring chance share in their minutes together this year, that St. Louis second line has just been absolutely dynamite. They're going to miss, you know, whatever tough matchups you want to talk about. Like they're going to go in probably to, I don't know, uh, Jake Evans and, and Brendan Gallagher, maybe uh, like Gallagher, certainly not the player that he was uh, a couple years ago. He was injured. Hasn't been right. Jake Evans. He's not a second line center in the NHL. Um, I think St. Louis too can definitely get it done. So right back to them coming off their big game in Ottawa, but I agree with you. I'm going to pay attention to uh, warmups because obviously this is one of the first games to lock. If sad Perron and O'Reilly is a line, you're, it is going to be low owned because as of now th that I see the lineup sites still have their old lineup. So just pay attention to that St. Louis top line and pay attention to warmups because that could, that particular trio could be very low owned in the highest total game on the night. All right. On the blue line, this is not a game where I'm really looking for my defenseman. Um... New on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. Like, I, I always say Justin Falk is fine. Um, he's a guy that can do, that can both shoot and block over on DraftKings, and this is a pretty big total. Um, I'm not necessarily running out to play him. What do you think about defensemen? Yeah, I, you know, Falk, I guess. I kind of like Colton Pareko as a one-off, you know what I mean? He plays 23, 25 minutes a night. 4,600 seems pretty reasonable for that. Um, Tori Krug, like, he's on the power play with the Tarasenko unit. He just doesn't do anything with them. I, I don't know why, because he was a pretty vital cog for the Bruins power play. And it just has not translated over to the Blues. So, I don't know. I'd much rather play Falk or Pareko or dip all the way down to Mikola. And on the Canadian side, there just isn't much there that I'm interested in. Yeah, uh, absolutely nothing for me for Montreal on the blue line. Let's get to this next game. Ottawa going into Buffalo. Ottawa is a 2.9 total. The Buffalo Sabres sitting with a 3.1 total. All right, this is a fairly interesting game from my perspective because I think there's stuff I want to play on both sides here, and the totals kind of indicate that. 
but this is a matchup of two fairly bad teams. What do you make of it here? Yeah, so I'm assuming that Krebs Cousins Olsen going to go out against Paul Kachuk Brown. I think so. Yeah, and like Brady Kachuk under 7K, Connor Brown 3,700 top power play. Like I, I do, I do really like Ottawa one here. I don't know if you need to three man stack them. I think you know one offing Connor Brown or two manning him with Brady Kachuk is a is a pretty good two man here. Like it's Craig Anderson in twenty twenty two. Like I liked Craig Anderson in like twenty eleven. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like I like it's just. <laughs> The Sabres have some wild goalie issues. Um, so I, I kind of like the Senators here. 2.9 total on the road is pretty good for the Senators. So I do like that top line. The second line is fine, you know, aforementioned Stutzel Gaudet. The problem is, like, they're going to get Tage Thompson, Tuck, and Skinner, which has been a very good line. Uh, so I think, you know, anything on the Senators' side will be some sort of uh, one-off to two – maybe three man in MME on Ottawa one on the Buffalo side. I do really like that top line for Buffalo. Um, they're coming in around 12, 13%, which is, you know, right around where they are for the top uh, stack percentage. So you know, there's a little bit of positive leverage there. They're going to get the Formenton Stutzel Gaudet um, matchup. And unsurprisingly, Formenton Gaudet, very high event both ways. Um, so yeah. Tage Thompson has much better numbers at home at, than he does on the road. And Alex Tuck is really coming into his own now. He, you seem like he's into the flow of things and getting those top line minutes with, you know, good line mates. Only doing good things for him. So I like both top lines in this game. And, you know, they're two bad teams, but, you know, bad teams score goals too. <laughs> It is both top lines in this game. I'll, I'll kind of say that I'm also interested in like some sort of Ottawa power play stack. Um, you know, if you want to use throw in Stutzla uh, with Kachuk for some additional power play stacking, I, you know, I think that's just fine. Um, Buffalo's penalty or Buffalo's penalty kill. It's typically not very great expected goals against in the bottom five of the league. Over the last six weeks, actual goals against also in the bottom five of the league over the last six weeks, that Buffalo penalty kill could definitely be had. So, you know, I'm definitely fine with just full stacking the top line. The Ottawa top line, small sample, but generating 37 scoring chances per 60 minutes and controlling 64% of the scoring chances. That's Paul Brown and Kachuk, like, or just Paul and Kachuk, sorry. Like pretty good uh, numbers together. And Buffalo, Buffalo's second line, there's no iteration of that that has been good this year. So... Um, I, I'm in on the Ottawa top line, Buffalo top line as well. Uh, over their last hundred minutes, 3.5 expected goals for per 60 minutes, controlling nearly 60% of the expected goal share. Um, I agree with you. I think this is a game about both top lines. I think you're fine. Like I said, I think you're fine to somewhat like Ottawa power play stack. Um, it's just, I'm still kind of worried about them not having Thomas Shabbat. That's, the one thing kind of holding me back here is I'm still worried about them moving the puck. So I don't know if I'm going to have as much Ottawa one as I thought. I definitely prefer Buffalo one of the two lines in this game um, on the blue line. I don't know what you want to do with uh, any of the Ottawa defensemen here, because this feels like a game where like, you know, Nick Holden could just bust out for like seven block shots or something like that. You know what I mean? But I don't know exactly where I want to go with the blue liners. Do you have any idea? I mean, like, everyone was on Branstrom last game when he's min-price. He only played 18 minutes, which is fine for min-price on the top power play. But he's still on that third pair at 2,700. I guess that's still fine for 18 minutes, but, like, I'd much prefer him getting 21, 22 minutes on the top pair to really feel comfortable with it. Like, Zaitsev, I guess, is fine for block shots at 3,300. Holden, you know, Zub is a little expensive, so, like, I don't know if I'm really going to prioritize anyone on the Ottawa blue line on the Sabre side. I like Darlene, if you want to correlate, um, you know, Casey Fitzgerald has been, you know, a cash, you know, people have been talking about Casey Fitzgerald in cash in our discord for the past few games and he's still in price. So sure. I, I have, I don't think there's been a player talked about more in our discord this week than, 
than Casey Fitzgerald. It's actually kind of wild. Um, all right, let's just jump ahead to our next game. Detroit, 2.5 implied goal total. Going into New York, the Rangers have a 3.4 implied goal total. All right. The Rangers, um, <laughs> since I believe since January 1st, 29th by expected goals against, 28th by shot attempts against, a worse expected goal share than the Columbus Blue Jackets. And yet... Igor Shosturkin. That's the problem here. I don't think the Rangers are a very good team. And I don't think you think the Rangers are a very good team. The not. problem is that Igor Shosturkin looks like he might be the best goalie, you know, to debut in the NHL, like since Andre Vasilevsky. Like that's kind of the big problem for me with Detroit here. What do you think of this game? Yeah. Since I was old enough to remember hockey, as a Rangers fan, the Rangers have gone from Mike Richter to Henrik Lundqvist to Igor Shesterkin. Have they ever put a good team around them since 94? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they may eventually, right? I yeah. mean, you know, JT Miller gets traded there. Let's see what yeah. happens. They had Miller. <laughs> yeah, that's do? the best part. Yeah. Anyway, um, Igor Shesterkin, for whatever reason, is priced down to 6900 I think, you know. He's an obvious lock for cash. It's an interesting dilemma for GPPs here. Um, one, you know, he's going to be very popular. If he's under 30% tonight, I'd be shocked in, in MME. You know what I mean? So you're going to have to decide. Do you want Igor? Do you not want to play Igor? Like, and hope he busts. Like, I don't know. That's a question you're going to have to decide at that price. He's obviously fine to play. He's obviously fine to fade if you think he's going to bust. Now, The Rangers' second line, since Barclay Goodrow has moved there, 38 scoring chances against, 15 high danger chances against, and 3.39 expected goals against per 60. Absolutely bailed out by Igor. Now, they're going to get that Detroit second line. They're coming in at half a percent owned right now. I think, you know how I talk about, like, Playing the, the goalie against the chalk stack isn't leverage. I think playing a very low-owned stack against the chalk goalie is a nice way to get some leverage. Now, could it blow up in your face? Absolutely. And in one to three, I don't think you need to do it. There, it's a 10-game slate. You don't have to, you know, galaxy brain against the probable Venza winner. But in MME, like Detroit 2, in my mix. 20 max, 150. Even if you do one to 20, you're getting 10 times the field. I, I think you can even go higher than that, do two, 20, three, 20, whatever it is, 15, 20%. Like, because if they go off and they knock out Shesterkin while going off, like, you're just, you're way ahead of everybody. So I think it's a good risk in MME. In one to three, I don't think you have to, you know, get that wild. So Detroit, two for me. And then you see these Rangers ownerships, they're all in double digits in the top six. Like, it's, I just, don't want to play Rangers on a 10 game slate with double digit ownership. They're awful five on five. The only thing I may do in MME would be power play stack because that's the only way they score goals nowadays is, you know, power play stack. I'm just waiting for Igor to hit the empty net goal. Like it's going to happen because no one else can score goals. So Igor is just going to be like, you know what? Empty net goal. So Detroit two, honestly, my favorite stack from this game. I'm not going to have anything from this game. One to three outside of, you know, maybe blue liners or Igor. Yeah, I mean, obviously, 6,900 Igor and DraftKings, what do you say about that? Um, you know, he is going to be crazy owned. It is a good leverage spot for Detroit. You know, if they do end up a top two stack, like, I think 30% honestly might be light on Igor. Like, he was 30% in his last game, and it was like an eight-game slate or something like that, wasn't it? And he was uh, mid-sevens then, too. So yeah. now he's, like, under under 7K in a like, – <laughs> like I could honestly see, I could honestly see Shesterkin pushing, I don't know, 40%, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe closer yeah. to 50. Like, it's crazy. It's just one of those, uh, like, absolutely egregious mispricings. And it wasn't even like they flip-flopped the Rangers and the Wings pricing because Bryce is 6,900 too. Or whoever starts for the, the Wings is under 7K. So it wasn't like they, they inputted the Vegas odds wrong. They just were just like, nah, let's, let's, uh, let's put a free square in there and let the, let the chaos unfold. 
Yeah, so it, it, there is some chaos unfolding about that. I agree with you on the Rangers. I would definitely power play stack here. Um, it is the way that they have been scoring uh, a lot of their goals. And, you know, the Detroit penalty kill, it's it hasn't been god-awful, let's say, but, you know, certainly not elite. And they do take their fair share of penalties. So uh, the Rangers power play stack, I agree with. I do like Detroit too in this game. I'm going to be considering them in my 20 maxes. I'm not saying I'm playing them for sure. This is there's 20 teams on this slate. I only have 20 lineups, um, but they're absolutely going to be in consideration for a filler. New on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. The problem with me is that their numbers have started to slide a bit. Um, 48% shot share, 45% of the expected goals over the last 100 minutes. Like they started off with like four or five really good games and then have kind of fallen off. So like, I know it's a good matchup going into Rangers too, but you know, Rangers two might also have a good matchup going into Detroit too on the other side. So I'm going to be considering them for sure. I wouldn't be playing a lot of them. Like if I'm, I'm 20 maxing tonight, usually my filler stacks, I'll have like 20% of them or something like that. I would not have 20, 25% of Detroit two here tonight. I'll have 10% at the absolute most. So um, yeah, maybe some Detroit two Rangers power play stack. On the blue line, uh, Philip Ronick taking off uh, COVID IR, but he's 4K. That feels a little bit expensive to me for a guy that's, you know, production's been a problem. Um, Truba and Fox kind of switched uh, prices from the last game. What do you think here? Yeah, I mean, I'm out on the Detroit defenseman. I like that Zach Jones is in the lineup. He's a very good puck mover, like underrated puck mover. That would definitely help if he moves up the lineup. But for now, it's going to be Fox with a power play stack or one off each Truba. Yep, uh, perfectly fine. All right. Daytona is right around the corner, and we are offering our Osmo Plus NASCAR packages for less than $2 per cup race this season. That's $70 for a full year of Osmo Plus NASCAR. This pass gives you access to our driver projections, our ownership projections, our top drivers tool, and it'll give you the edge you need in NASCAR DFS. Use the promo code GREENFLAG, all capital letters, all one word, at checkout, or sip, simply click the link in the description of this video to activate. This offer is valid through this Sunday, February 20th. That's all capital letters, all one word, green flag at checkout for $70 for a full year of Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, let's get to this next game. Pittsburgh, 2.9 implied goal total. Going into Toronto, the Toronto Maple Leafs have a three and a half implied goal total. Pittsburgh changed up their lines a little bit through Dan Heinen and Jeff Carter on the second line with Evgeny Malkin. Captain Brock McGinn down on the third line with Evan Rodriguez. Top line stays the same. Uh, no changes for the Leafs. Uh, looks like it's going to be Campbell against Cherry in net. Uh, you know, lots of goal scoring across uh, both lineups here, but I look at Pittsburgh one's ownership, at least on DraftKings, almost none. I look at Toronto one's ownership over on DraftKings under 5%. Um, Vegas is expecting six and a half goals in this game, and the top lines are coming in at 5% combined ownership. Tell, talk to me here, Josh. Oh, my fiance isn't watching this because she thinks I'm in love with Austin Matthews. <laughs> well, Maybe I are am. you? Maybe. Yeah, that's he what I needs, thought. He just needs to shave his head. Like someone needs to have the hairline conversation with him. But anyway, the Pittsburgh top line, and I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but they've been pretty leaky <laughs> defensively for the past few weeks. Like they haven't been great. Like they haven't been great. 
they're still not awful, but like if you can tell me I can get Toronto one at three, four, five percent in the three point five total, like this iteration of the Matthews line, bunting yeah. Matthews and Marner is their numbers are insane. So I think of the top lines, I think I much prefer Toronto one tonight. And if you're gonna if you're gonna tell me I can get them at five percent, I'm definitely gonna be interested. Um, you know, they're a little pricey, but there's tons, and I mean tons of mid-range stacks that you can fit them with. So really, price isn't a factor. I really do like Toronto one tonight, and I do like Toronto two. You know, William Nylander five K is another interesting price on on today's slate. Uh, him and Tavares eleven eleven seven for the two of them. Kerfoot's min price like. If you, if you need to add them on for, you know, to make for some savings, sure. You know, that line's 14-2. Sure. Going to get Malkin, Carter, Heinen. I think that's a good line to attack. And I'm not a big believer in the Penguins goalies. Like, Yari, to me, isn't a great goalie. So, I think I, I like the Leafs here. And their ownership is good. Like, with the ownership, I'd, ra- I'd rather go to the top line. But if you need some savings, that second line's fine as well. On the Penguin side, I, I would play in one to three. I don't know if I'd get to pit one, but I would definitely have them in the mix, my mix in MME, just because Jack Campbell's been absolutely awful for the past six weeks. And, you know, Toronto's blue line isn't great. So I think, you know, having a fully correlated line like pit one coming in under 1%, you don't need much to get over the field here. And, you know, they have slate breaking potential. If you can get a slate breaker at 1%, I think you're doing pretty good. So pit one and MME for me, and I'm definitely considering uh, Toronto top six. Our muted Mikey. Um, both top lines are definitely in play for me uh, in this game. Yeah, it's an ownership thing. It's 100% an ownership thing. Like, like you said, if you can give me the Toronto top line, I don't care the matchup. If they're at home in a 10-game slate at 5%, I'm going to play them. Now it's just a matter of how much I'm going to play them and exactly what, what the roster construction is going to be. But that line is far too good. Like set over 70 shot attempts per 60 minutes approaching four expected goals, like three and a half to four expected goals per 60 minutes. This, you know, that line is just absolutely absurd offensively. And as you mentioned, Pittsburgh's top line still pretty good, but 2.5 expected goals against per 60 minutes over their last hundred minutes together. That's below average defensively. So, like, I think Pittsburgh can be had here tonight. I really do like that Toronto top line here. Um, I don't know if I would necessarily power play stack because Pittsburgh's penalty kill is very, very good. So, you know, I don't know if this is a case where I would, you know, add in John Tavares or add, you know, I think Nylander's fine because he's cheap enough, but. Um, this is pro- this is definitely a case where I would just stack the even strength line. I'd do the same thing on the other side, Pittsburgh one. Um, and it's a case where you don't need a lot of them. If you're playing 150 lineups, you know, get in five Pittsburgh one lineups and you'll be ahead of the field by quite a bit. So uh, I do like both top lines here. Um, Toronto top line, definitely more uh, than Pittsburgh. On the blue line, one guy I want to bring up, and I know he's had a really, really bad season, but Jake Muzzin. Uh, he was injured, missed a bunch of games, came back, has eight shots and six blocks in three games. I, like, I don't, I don't know if he's, if there's a, like a stretch of games this season where he's had eight shots in three games. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know he has, but it just feels like he hasn't. I don't know. Maybe he just needed a little bit of a rest. I'm going to give it some more time, but uh, maybe the old Muzzman is back uh, in play for us. What do you think? Yeah. And that's probably about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think you need to prioritize Morgan Riley or Chris Letang tonight. I mean, obviously, if you want to correlate, I think Letang over Riley. Like, I'd rather put Letang in pit one stacks more than I put Riley in Toronto one stacks. But um, not much from the blue line in this game, like, in terms of one-offs. So I probably just am going to, you know, take a pass. Yep, I agree with that. Uh, next game, Washington, 3.4 implied goal total going into Philly. The Flyers have a 2.6 implied goal total. Uh, Rasmus Ristolainen still hurt. Obviously, Ryan Ellis is still out. What's that? What that has forced the Philly defense to do is basically run a three-man rotation of Provorov, Braun, and Sanheim, uh, with Provorov playing like nearly 30 minutes every night. Um, 
just it, I just thought I'd note that because it does make for an interesting Philly defense rotation as far as DFS value goes. Uh, Washington changed up their lines a little bit. Connor Sheary uh, jumping to the top line for the Caps. Tom Wilson down to the second line with Backstrom and Joe Snively. Um, I find it interesting that the Caps total is 3.4. Like, I know the Flyers have been real bad. Sorry, Mike. Um, but it's not as if the Caps have been absolutely decimating teams like they were back in October and November. So what do you think here, Josh? Yeah, I just I don't like this game. Um, I don't think I would full stack anything on the cap side. I just, you know, Kuznetsov's been so bad recently. Uh, yeah, I just want to mention that. 21 points in his last 27 games, which is like a 62-point, 63-point pace or whatever. Um, that's fine. That's definitely not really great for uh, your DFS center. Yeah, I think if I do anything, honestly, it one off Ovechkin or do like Ovechkin Backstrom Carlson. Like that's probably the extent of uh, uh, the caps I'm playing tonight. I think Ovechkin under 10% is an interesting one off. He's always an interesting one off because, like you saw in his last game against the Predators, he got there and no one else did. So, you know, if anyone can do it it's him i think one offing him especially when he's low owned on a big slate is always an interesting idea on the flyer side maybe maybe some flyers top line like i just can't prioritize the flyers either in mme maybe some of the top line maybe some of the second line but honestly like of the 10 games on the slate i think you know this is one of the ones where i'm not going to prioritize anything at all it is an interesting game in that sense because, you know, Washington with a huge total um, probably should draw our interest. Um, the one thing I will say is that Connor Sheary and Alex Ovechkin just haven't played well together this year. Like Sheary's been, I, I think he's played pretty well on the Backstrom line, sort of in like a pseudo checking line role. When he's been playing with Alex Ovechkin this year, teams control the team is controlling 47% of the shot attempts 44% of the scoring chances like that's just flat out bad. That's, you know, that's not context adjusted. That's just bad anywhere. Uh, that makes me kind of like the Philly top line here tonight. And it feels crazy saying that, right? Because, you know, obviously they haven't been super good. Um, you know, the Philly top line, 2.7 expected goals for per 60 minutes. Um, at least Atkinson and Drew together this year. Uh, 55% expected goal share. Like those are good numbers. Uh, I think Philly one is definitely, a, it's at least a consideration for me here tonight. They're not, they're not at the top of my pile for priorities. This isn't a line I'm building around or anything like that, but could I see myself getting to like 15% Philly one as you know, they're only 15, four on DraftKings. They're a pseudo filler tonight. Um, could I see myself getting to like, you know, like I said, 10, 15% Philly one in this matchup. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the Achilles heel for Washington all season long has been the goaltending. So you give me a weakened top line with, you know, iffy goaltending, I'll take my chances. So with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, I do kind of like a little bit of Philly one here tonight. Uh, on the other side, like, I honestly don't even know what to do with the Caps anymore. <laughs> I really don't. I like I don't like the top line that they had together, like I said, with Connor Sheary there. The second line, Backstrom-Wilson. So, like, I, like, maybe if you want to do some sort of power play, Ovechkin-Backstrom-Wilson stack or something like that, 
or just two-man Ovechkin Carlson, um, I think that's fine. One-off Ovechkin, I think that's fine. Uh, I'm with you. I'm not running out to play Washington tonight. It always seems like when I'm not super interested in Washington, they nuke. And when I am super interested in Washington, they don't. So I just want everybody just to be real cautious. I mean, about that. These, these lines are just woof. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they're putting together a top six, line, like two lines that are just like, wow, those are really good. They need Oshie and Mantha back. Oh, ASAP. Yeah. yeah. Um, on the blue line, then. Justin, I saw Justin Schultz. I believe he's a game time decision for tonight. Um, if Schultz is out, that probably means more minutes for somebody like Orlov or, you know, even like a TVR, Trevor Van Riemsdyk. We'll see what happens there. But honestly, in this game, I think it's probably just some one off John Carlson. And that's about it. Like, I guess Justin Braun could get there on blocks if you're punting, but I think it's just Carlson for me. I am in agreement with everything you just said there. I have nothing to add with these defensemen. You know, I, I honestly, I kind of miss Jonas Siegenthaler. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, we, we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below. Deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you've played in your first paid contest. And we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you'd like to spend the process, if you'd like to speed up the process of getting access, email support at osmo.com and we'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below. And that can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including tonight's $2,000 NHL baller. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, projections are free up on the site today, uh, part of our free premium tools that we do post every day. So if you want to check out our, our Yahoo NHL projections, as well as DraftKings and FanDuel, just head on over to Osmo.com. All right, let's get to this next game, Josh. We've got the Boston Bruins with a 2.6 implied goal total going into uh, New York to face the Islanders. The New York Islanders have a 2.7 implied goal total. The big news here is the return of Patrice Bergeron. It looked like he might miss a little bit of time with a concussion, but he's back uh, not too long. Um, back on the top line with Taylor Hall and David Pasternak. Uh, I know it's not a great matchup, and I know Brad Marchand is still suspended. And, you know, as good as Taylor Hall is, he's not Brad Marchand. But I see another top line that I really like coming in with very low single-digit ownership. Yeah, I'm getting tempted. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I agree. I, like, their numbers, they have, like, a 65-minute sample, and their numbers are very good. Um, you know, the expected numbers are good. You know, Taylor Hall has his issues finishing earmuffs, Jake. But, like, I don't know. Like, the Islanders aren't a very good team. They're not very good defensively. I don't know. I don't know if there's a line that the Islanders can send out that can contain this line. Whether Boston scores or not is the question. But you know, I for three, four percent, I want to find out if they can score. And that's you know, if they're coming in double digits in a two point six total on the road, be like, eh, you know, I'll wait a game. But three percent against the Islanders in this economy on a ten game slate, like I'm very interested in Boston one tonight. Um, I don't know. You know. Anytime you can get Bergeron and Pasternak to get like Bergeron's price has, has come down because he's been hurt. Taylor Hall's only 4,100. They're fully correlated. Like the Islanders penalty kills good, but you know, the, the Boston power play, the top unit's going to see, like if the Islanders do take penalties, like the, the top unit's going to see most of that time. So I don't know. Boston one's definitely on my short list today. And um, I hope that ownership stays where it is because that's a really nice ownership for a very good line in a good matchup. So Boston won for me, definitely interested. And then the Islanders, Josh Bailey's hurt. So we don't know lines. Your guess is going to be as good as mine. Maybe Palmieri moves up. Maybe Parisi moves up. Maybe Clutterbuck moves back up. We just don't know. So like, I don't have too much interest in the Islanders anyway, but this is one of those things like where I want to wait and see what the lines are. Um, and even then, like, I'm not going to be super interested in the Islanders. Yeah, I, I, I want to say that first off, is that I'm not terribly interested uh, on the Islanders here. 
but it would make a difference what they do with their lineup, right? Because this is a team that sends out its top line against the bottom six of the opposition. So, you know, if Kyle Palmieri moves up to the top line with Liam Barzal and those guys are going out against Eric Holland, Nick Foligno, then yes, I would have, you know, quite a bit of interest in the Islanders top line. But if it's Kyle Clutterbuck on the top, that's why I'll say this. I think it's going to be Kyle Palmieri. And this is why, is that this is a team that sends out their fourth line against the opposing top line. And this is a, a major league top line coming into town tonight. I don't know if they break up that checking line, you know, just to throw Clutterbuck on the top line. I think they might keep them together for that checking line against Bergeron. And that's why I think Palmieri might find his way to the top line. That's just conjecture on my part. We'll see when actual warmups hit. But yeah, if, if it's Barzal, Lee Palmieri going out against Boston's bottom six, I have quite a bit of interest. Also interest in the Boston top line as well. Um, like you said, dominant in their minutes together. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be dipping down to the depth. Like Parise, Pajot, Wallstrom, I t- we've typically played them for the power play exposure. They're broken up on the power play now. One uh, on the top unit, one on this, and two on the second unit. Uh, neither of the, you know, the guy by, and the guy by himself is Pajot. So you don't get the center uh, correlation that you need uh, on the site. So I think it's just Islanders top line or Boston top line for me out of this game. Islanders top line that, that's him, that completely depends on Kyle Palmieri getting in the top line. Almost anybody else uh, is a pass. I guess Wallstrom could be fine. On the blue line, the Islanders are really spreading out their defensemen, like the the time on ice. Um, I don't know if I really want to play like a super expensive Dobson here tonight or even a reasonably expensive Pulak. I think if I'm playing any Islanders, I'm just dumping right down to like a Mayfield or a Pelic or something like that. On the Boston side, it'd be correlating McAvoy or nothing. Honestly, I don't like any of the defensemen out of this game. What do you think? Either I'd probably just punt Mayfield and call the day if I needed a punt, and then I'd look elsewhere for anyone else. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Let's move along. Seattle, 2.6 implied goal total going into Winnipeg. The Jets have a 3.3 implied goal total. Uh, this is a back to back for Winnipeg. I also assume Eric Comrie is going to be the starter here tonight because this is an easy, easily winnable game for the Jets, even with Hellebuck not starting. So it's probably a back-to-back. It's a back-to-back for Winnipeg, probably with Eric Comrie starting. And this is five in seven nights for the Jets. That is a lot of hockey, but it's also a, it's also not a very good Seattle team coming into town. Um, I don't know what to make of this game, Josh. Why don't you clear it up for us? Um, <laughs> I, I need like a flow chart for Winnipeg 1. Is this a good matchup? Yes. Should I play them then? No. Is this a bad matchup for Winnipeg 1? Yes. Should I play them? Yes. Like, I think that's the flow chart for Winnipeg 1. Is this a good matchup? Yes. Do I play them? That means no. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, I don't know. I just don't – I never know what to do with them. They get there more often than not in bad matchups, like yesterday, and I don't know. Again, like, if I was going to go to anything on the Jets' side, it's going to be Connor Dubois. Like, I just like them better. I think they're, you know – they have better numbers together, five on five. They have power play correlation. You know, Cole Perfetti scored yesterday, which was nice to see, you know, because, you know, Connor and Dubois just shoot the puck and Perfetti's just hanging out most of the time. So he scored. So Winnipeg two for me, if I was going to go on anything, if you want to go to Winnipeg one, sure, go for it. But like, I just, I don't want to play Shifu Leader on a 10 game slate on a back to back. Despite the matchup, I'm going to go to Connor Dubois. On the Kraken side, like, <laughs> There's, these lines are just I, – I just can't. Like, they move McCann off the top line. They move Wenberg there. Like, I just don't want to play the top line now with Wenberg and Marcus Johansson. Like, no thanks. Maybe some Donato McCann Don's play. Like, I don't mind that. But, like, again, like, there isn't any crazy expensive spots that I need the savings for to go all the way down to Donato McCann. So, like, I just – I don't know – I'm going to have any cracking tonight. Maybe I'll have a little bit of MME. If, you know, if I was, I set my rules and this and that, and I was playing 20 to 150 and I got in there organically, then sure. But like, I don't think I'm going to, you know, go out of my way to make a rule to get some Seattle cracking in tonight. When I look at Seattle, the only line I have any interest in is that second line, Donato, McCann, Donskoy. 
The reason for that is McCann's actually having a fairly good season. If you look at his underlying numbers, like shot impacts, both offensively and defensively, he's having a good season. It's just almost no one else in Seattle is having a good season. So it's really hard for him to kind of stand out uh, by himself. The one thing Ryan Donato has been doing a lot of lately is shooting in calendar 2022. We're seven weeks in now. Ryan Donato is top 30 in the league in shot rate per 60 minutes. Like, like I said, we're seven weeks into, into this year now, like Donato hasn't stopped shooting. So if I were to look anywhere on the Seattle side, it would be like a two man of Donato and McCann. Um, you know, we talked about uh, the Winnipeg second line, how their numbers were starting to come down, at least offensively. Um, we talked about that on yesterday's show. You know, maybe they can be had here uh, by Seattle. Uh, you know, if you want a one off Donato, I think he's the goal scorer on that line. I don't mind Seattle too. I'm not, I wouldn't play him in one to three or anything like that. Uh, they're going to be my consideration for a 20 max uh, filler. Not saying I'm playing, you know, it's another one of those Detroit two things. You know, I'm not saying I'm playing them for sure, but they are going to be one of the fillers that I'm considering uh, for my heavy stacks here tonight. But this is, you know, it's about Winnipeg. It's about the Winnipeg. I think it's about the Winnipeg power play, especially the, you know, Seattle has easily has a bottom 10 penalty kill in the league. They've started to take more penalties, way more penalties as the season has gone on. So, you know, I think you'll find the Winnipeg power play stack again here tonight as you were last night. So uh, Winnipeg power play for sure. Maybe some Seattle too, if you're playing 20 max, 50 lineups, 150, whatever it might be. You don't need a lot of them. Looks like they're coming in with under 2% ownership. And the two guys I would focus on more are Donato and McCann. Uh, on the blue line, my word, is this a wasteland? Like, honestly, I thought I thought Boston and the Islanders were bad for, for defensemen. This might be worse. I don't want to play anybody. Do you? Does anybody stick out to you? No. I, I think Morrissey, I guess, is fine in a power play stack. Other yeah, than that. For, for correlating, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, Carson Soucy's back in, and they're scratching Hayden Flurry after giving him 20, 19 minutes, and he actually had, what, four shots on going three blocks? Like, give the guy a shot. No interest on the Seattle side. I guess, you know, Soucy's fine at 3K, but, like, he's on the third pair with Alexiak, so minutes might be a concern. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Uh, Columbus, 2.9 implied gold total going into Chicago. The Blackhawks have a 3.1 implied gold total. Honestly, I think this is the fiesta of the night. Um, <laughs> I am really excited for this game. We have Chicago One's ownership absolutely through the roof right now. Um, I guess we'll see uh, with more ownership runs. But yeah, they are super cheap at home against a bad uh, Columbus team with a 3.1 total. So I definitely see where they're coming from. But let's not forget on the other side, Columbus similarly has a 2.9 total similarly facing an also bad team what do you like here josh oh man like kane's price is an interesting dilemma <laughs> i guess 6200 very cheap for patty kane he's with dylan strome brandon hagel floyd correlated there you know they're what 13k to full stack on dk so i understand where the ownership's coming from i'm just not a huge fan of stacking the hawks if you want to stack the hawks be my guest. Like, you know, just be aware of what you're doing. There's plenty of ways to get different on the slate. I don't know. I like this top line for Columbus here. Line A, Jenner, Bjorkstrand. They've been high event, yes. 
But like, what line with Patrick Laine isn't high event both ways? And they're still their their Corsi numbers are above fifty percent, which is which is very good for a line A line. So I don't know. It's not like the Hawks are a good team. They're very bad defensively. It's a very good power play spot. Columbus one is fully correlated, and that line's coming in at three percent. I'd much rather play Columbus one at three percent than Chicago one at twenty four percent or whatever it is. It's a similar total, you know. And I think you know, I had to ask about Arvid Soderblom before the show but he's apparently a pretty good prospect whatever that means you know what i mean like goalies goalies you don't really know until you get them into the games and... i mean let's put it this way Caden primo in montreal is a very good prospect as well and he's gotten absolutely blown up every single game he's played for montreal so like yeah and maybe that's not primo's fault because the team in front of him is not very good and the team's in front of soderblom tonight is not going to be very good so both top lines are in play for me, but I much prefer in one to three playing Columbus one for 3% compared to the 25% or whatever it is with Chicago one. Uh, you want a one-off Alex to bring cat. I much rather one-off Alex to bring cat than one-off 28% Patrick Kane. Yeah, I agree with that. I am. I do like the Columbus top line here. Not a huge sample um, approaching 50 minutes, 3.4 expected goals uh, per 60 minutes. Uh, controlling 58% of the shot attempts. They've been very, very good. Going up against that that Chicago second line, not a huge sample, all of them together, but just Kirby Dock and Mackenzie Entwistle do have a sample together, and they're controlling 35% of the shot attempts in their sample together. <laughs> Alex DeBrincat is a very good player. No one can save that line from 35% shot share. That's going to be going into the Columbus one line, so I, I like Columbus one in this matchup. I do like Chicago's top line. Like, I'm not going to say I don't. They're in a very good spot. Um, the numbers are fine, not terrible, uh, sp- especially not for Chicago. Uh, it's just the ownership, right? You know, if it's 20 to 25% on a 10-game slate, I think that's fadeable unless you're getting to, like, 150 lineups or something like that. So I'm going to be making a decision about Chicago. I really do like the Columbus top line more than anything. Uh, on the blue line, not really anything that sticks out to me. Like somebody like Connor Murphy will always uh, definitely be uh, somebody I look at. Anybody else? I mean, I think like Wrensky is super expensive tonight, but I think paying up for him is going to get you on a very unique track tonight. Um, and this is a good power play spot. He's going to play, you know, 25, 26 minutes. So Wrensky. it's really about it. Like Calvin DeHaan, Connor Murphy, obviously Jake McCabe, fine. You know, Seth Jones, 6,700. Like, there's at least playable guys here. Like, Bachwist and 4K is interesting to me. Like, it's not like these other games were just like, nope, 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 nope. Like, there's playable guys here at least. Yeah, there is for sure. Uh, Bobby Boom in chat, $5 super chat. Uh, thank you very much for that. Appreciate it. It says, top five stacks in the leverage tool and your favorite 1% contrarian stack for SE. Um, I don't want to give away all the leverage stacks because those are uh, those are trade secrets for today. But I will give, like we said uh, in the Toronto Pittsburgh game, Toronto and Pittsburgh's top lines are the top two leverage stacks on this entire slate. Uh, Boston, as well, that we talked about, bad matchup, but also a very good leverage line on this slate. So those are some of the lines that we might want to look at uh, for a one percent owned line. Um, obviously, there are going to be a lot of them on this slate. I will say if Kyle Palmieri uh, is on the top line for the Islanders, I do like that Islanders top line uh, in this game. Other than that, I might take a stab on Seattle too. What do you like? Uh, Anaheim's second line, Milano, Zegers, Raquel against, you know, some Edmonton depth could get a little spicy. But uh, yeah, I mean, you're asking for under 1%. I don't know if I'm going to play them one to three, but for under 1%, definitely going to take a chance. Yep. Uh, I like that. Uh, thank you very much for the super chat, Bobby. Boom. Uh, good luck tonight. Uh, we have an Osmo Hall of Fame here at Osmo.com where we like to celebrate our winners. And if you th- want to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you do it. Download the Osmo avatar from Osmo.com slash avatar. Place in the top three of a contest with at least 5,000 contestants. And then you tweet those wins to the Osmo Hoff account. That's Osmo H-O-F over on Twitter. You'll see Timothy Beachler, uh, won the $100,000 micro over on NBA for 10 grand and the 5k to first in the 25 cent micro winner take all. Congrats to Timothy Beachler. That was an awesome hit. Um, uh, 
the next one is it's him again in the micro max. Uh, I assume it's the same contest. It might not be uh, first place for NDFS new uh, $2,500 on Wednesday night in NBA off a $2.22 entry. So if you finished in the top three of a contest with at least 5,000 contestants, just let us know at Osmo Hoff on Twitter. Uh, coming up, as I mentioned, we have the, uh, we call it the Locks Before Lock NBA Prop Show at 4.30 Eastern, and then your NBA Double Dose of the Deeper Dive and Live Before Lock after that. All right, Josh, Anaheim, 2.6 implied goal total going into Edmonton. The Oilers have a 3.8 implied goal total. We're getting to the point where there's a decent enough sample with Evander Kane in the lineup, and that Edmonton second line, boy, howdy, do they like racing up and down the ice. Uh, for me in this game, with Anaheim's terrible penalty kill, it's Edmonton's power play that sticks out. But with Edmonton being so back, so back and forth on that second line, I think I like the Anaheim second line as well that you just mentioned in the one percent stacks. What do you see in this game? Yeah, they've been playing some crazy high-paced hockey. Um, 15 high danger chances against for 63.41 expected goals against 35 scoring chances against that. That's that, that is crazy, but they're also, they also have 40 scoring chances for, you know, 18 high danger chances for 3.28 expected goals for, for 60. Like it's just straight up three on three hockey out there. Like there's no defense, but you know, that being said, like, yeah, that would put the second line into play. I think the Oilers coach is kind of realizing that they just aren't playing defense. So they, I'm hoping they, that that dry side of line may get some Isaac Lundstrom matchups. I, I kind of, I would really like that for the Edmonton second line. Kind of hoping they realize that Fogle, Nugent Hopkins, Derek Ryan, pretty can't get any worse defensively there. So I hope they get some Milano's egress. Uh, so if that's the case, I do like Edmonton too, getting the depth of the Ducks. I think, you know, obviously Edmonton won. Their numbers are ridiculous. They still have over a 4.1 expected goals per 60. I think you can power play stack. Um, Dallas Eakins kind of hinted that Gibson's going to start again. That's why they pulled him. They're, they're like, we're not coming back. We want you for tomorrow. He's 6,800. That could be a very interesting pivot off Igor tonight in GPPs. Um, so, yeah, I like the Edmonton top six, Edmonton power play. I do like the Ducks second line, especially if they do see some of that Kane line, especially coming under in under 1%. They have very good numbers together. So, you know, I'll take some stats in MME on the Ducks second line. Yeah, I do like the Edmonton power play guys in this game. The Anaheim penalty kill is just absolutely awful. Like I'm talking bottom three, bottom five in the league. Uh, so I do like that Edmonton uh, power play. You can just go with, a, you know, the top line. You get two out of the three and then add in Evan Bouchard if you don't mind a super expensive Leon Dreisaitl. So that's where I am with the Oilers. As mentioned, I do like that Anaheim second line as well. Um, all right, we got a, one more game to get through real quick. Va Vancouver, 2.7 implied goal total. Going into San Jose, the Sharks also have a 2.7 implied goal total. Oh, I don't know. I really do like that shark, that Sharks top line in this game. Um, they're just coming in with a fair amount of ownership coming in near 10%. I mean, that might be fine, but I just think it, it, at least it makes it a conversation. I'm not just going in slamming a whole bunch of San Jose one. I will say I'm not super high on Vancouver. Um, we'll see. I think Quinn Hughes may be back tonight. Um, that could be a little bit of a change. But San Jose typically has a good penalty kill, so I'm not sure I'll be too in on Vancouver. San Jose won for me. What do you got? Yeah, I'm not super high in Vancouver either. I wish they were going to be higher owned like they normally are because it'd be a much more fun fade. But like, I guess if you want to play Vancouver one, go for it. I mean, 3% for a fully correlated line, pretty cheap against the Sharks. Can never hurt anybody or unless, you know what I mean? Like they could. Uh, I, I do like that Sharks top line. You know, Barabanov is what he is, but like, He's cheap enough and he's on the power play where like you might as well just full stack it and call it a day. Uh, I think if you leave him on, you're going to get that trio much lower owned than, you know, Meyer at 12% and hurdle at 10%, whatever it is. So I do like the Sharks top line. It's really about it. Like if you want to do some Couture, Darlene, sure. But, you know, both top lines in this game, but definitely favor Sharks top line. Yeah, um, just keep an eye on Quinn Hughes, too. Like, 
if he comes back, he could be at very low ownership here tonight. He, he was activated off the COVID list. Okay, well, there we go. Um, he could be low owned here tonight until lineup uh, sites catch up. All right, we do have to get out of here. Uh, Josh, I'm going to ask you for your hat trick pick and your goalies. Um, I actually like both goalies in that Vancouver San Jose game, uh, both Demko uh, and Reimer, assuming Reimer starts. Uh, I also like Elias Sorokin tonight for the Islanders. My hat trick pick is Patrick Lyonet. Who you got? Um, obviously, those goals like Igor is like just sticks out like a sore th- yeah, thumb. Okay. Obviously, should go without yeah. saying Igor. Yeah. yeah, I think Gibson's a nice pivot off him. You're gonna have to buckle your seatbelt for that ride, but that's fine. Uh, that's what you want to do in GPPs anyway. Get a high volume for 6,800. If you're spending up, <sighs> yeah, Sorokin, I agree. That's really about it. Like, there just isn't much there. You know what I mean? Um, Could take a wide hat- step on Craig Anderson. Yeah, no thanks. My uh, my hat trick pick is going to be Austin Matthews. All Let's right. Might as well just go all in. Jessica, if you're watching, I'm sorry. Okay? <laughs> I love him. <laughs> he just – the heart wants what the heart wants. Am I right? Yeah. Um, all right. Austin Matthews. Uh, your hat trick pick from Josh. Patrick Line is my hat trick pick. We got to get out of here. Um, NBA All Star break starts tomorrow, which means the fun really starts in the NHL tomorrow. I believe we have a lot before lock tomorrow. We do. So we aren't going to be on in the afternoon. We will be on just before the game starts. So check us out for our live before lock. For producer Mike, for our single entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris, I'm Michael Clifford saying good luck tonight, everybody, and we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.